This episode of the Music Stuff Show is brought to you by Dupe Loops, your weekly curated drum loop library. If you're writing music, building tracks, or programming beats, dupeloops.com is the place to start. They deliver 10 new drum loops directly to your inbox every Monday, so you can spend less time searching for the right sounds and more time making music. Each loop is always available in stereo and multi-track formats, always fresh, and they are never recycled. And for a limited time, they are offering a 7-day free trial period with every plan. So visit dupeloops.com, that's D-U-P-E-L-O-O-P-S.com, and start your free trial today to receive 10 new multi-track drum loops per week, every week. On this episode of the Music Stuff Show, we discuss growing the fan base for your business. We look at what attracts others to your product, how to create something worth people's attention, and we examine ways to improve your relationships across the board. Please enjoy this episode of the Music Stuff Show, How to Build an Audience. Welcome to the Music Stuff Show, where we break down the business of music to help you build a career doing what you love. I'm Tom, and Vance is here too. Hello! I <laughs> <laughs> oh, got me! Oh, oh, stay woke. I, <laughs> I remember in earlier episodes, I used to have to like hold my phone up to remember the tagline, mm. like at the top. And uh, we just hit record, and I just started talking before actually thinking about what I was going to say, and it still came out. I was like, man, I got this down. Proud of you. Crush. But now I get to just make weird eye contact while you try and say it. I don't like to it. To build up the suspense. I'm going to close my eyes from now on. It's going to be a very sensual moment. And I close my eyes. Where we break down the business of music. Just went from six to midnight. <laughs> Hope you got a tight belt. Mm. <laughs> Maybe listen to this one without the kids in the car. Oh, man. Lordy. We're off to a great start. Yeah, I know. Killing it. You want a fact? I would love a fact. Here's the beauty. Today's fact is actually a fact because I fact-checked it. Okay. <laughs> you don't do that other times? I don't. Not oh, at all. Perfect. Normally, I just find random information off the internet and assume it's true. Um, but Fair. today, did you know uh, tigers have striped skin and not just striped fur? And that these stripes are like fingerprints, and no two tigers have the same pattern. I feel like I have heard the first part, but I did not know the second part. That's and really cool. Even uh, National Geographic said it on their website, so that's good enough for me to be. Oh, cool! Fact in the animal kingdom. Now the question has to be asked: Were you on NationalGeographic dot com for the information or for the boobs? That boobs there. There's always boobs. Oh, in you mean Geographic, like the like tribal the boobs. tribe titties? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. When you were I a kid, forgot like, about oh, it. Man, that was a I thing. Catch a boob in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, no, I didn't do that, mom. <laughs> Never happens. Don't listen. <laughs> you know, maybe middle school me, probably yes. Yeah. Today me, I found the facts somewhere else, and I was like, man, that actually. It's kind of fascinating. Yeah. And so then I went and looked it up, and National Geographic was the first thing that popped up. Love it. Yeah. I do remember reading that a uh, tiger's roar uh, can travel, like, for miles. It, it can be heard much at a much greater distance than a lion's roar. Hmm. And I also have read that a tiger could very easily best a lion in a fight. Fascinating. Yeah. 
which when you think about it makes sense because tigers are loners mm-hmm. and lions are pack hunters or just pack animals. Hmm. You know? These are fascinating points. And male lions really don't do anything. They just kind of <laughs> chill on the recliner and, with a beer and wait for, <laughs> wait for the girls to bring food home. They're pretty worthless. You got to win one fight. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, chill. Have you ever had a house cat? That's a male lion. <laughs> right there. That's what a male lion does. Man, you know what would be crazy if... Uh, uh, what do they call that show? It was the show where they took like weapons from different eras of time i think this was on spike uh yeah yeah yeah. total bro show but they would like compare like medieval versus like yeah i i don't remember the name of the show but it was like uh it was is it like something warrior Mm. was it just the weapons or was it the warrior too i think there might have been both i think there is both there's one that's like all about knives and stuff and it's Mm -hmm. like and then there's another one where they compare like how would a ninja versus yes, like a yes, samurai? Yes, you know, like who 100%. would win? Who deadliest who warrior? Is that what? It, that's it. Yeah. Deadliest warrior. Like who hits harder? Mm. Like who has the better weapon? All that yes. stuff. It'd be fascinating to do that with animals. Yeah. And if PETA is listening, I don't mean with real animals. Yeah. You could but simulate. But PETA is not listening. Real animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I kid. Come on. No animals were harmed in the making of this show. Well, I mean, there's probably some animals harmed by the tiger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I don't think that uh, any... You know when they put that at the end of a movie? I'm just going to keep going far yeah, down the track. Yeah, You know at the end of movies when they put, no animals were harmed in the making of this film that scrolls up? Yes. Like, that may be true on a surface level, but like... You had to like mine for stuff to like get the metals to make those cameras, et cetera. Mm. Like animals technically are harmed by everything we do. It's yeah. getting way up there. I mean, so if you want to go butterfly I'm just saying, effect all on I'm it. saying is they're lying. <laughs> they're a bunch of liars. Yeah, for your enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't care. I like watching explosions for $200 million. Yep. Worth it. I'm here to support The Rock. All right, <laughs> support the rock, Dwayne. I'm here for you, man. Dwayne, 2020. And my ass will be in the seat for every movie you put out. <laughs> every last one. I think I don't know what the cutoff is, but there is a hard cutoff for a hard age cutoff for people who either love the rock or think <laughs> he's absolutely terrible and ridiculous. I don't know what the age is, but like people who are like my parents' age, I don't think they get it. At all, but people our age are like, Rocco 20, yeah. And our parents' age are like, Your parents are You're wrong. talking about the guy, <laughs> yeah. You're talking about the guy who was in wrestling, yeah. No, I see. Hey, sucks to be wrong. I see the transformation of a man and a vision of what can happen when you put in the work. Absolutely, that's what I see when yeah. I see Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yep, I also see goals because as a child, you're like, Man. Your 20s are old. Like, my nephew that's, like, 9 or 10, whatever he is these days. Yep. Like, Is this this the bloobs? Oh, different nephew, other side. Okay. Um, Is, uh, like, thinks I'm super old, you know? That's fair. 
And then, like, you become a 20-year-old, and you're like, oh, man, 30's old. And then you get to the back half of your 20s, you're like, ah, 30's not that old. (laughs) Dude, I've, I've, for all of my 20s, I felt like I was too old to be a musician. Mm -hmm. And then I turned 30, and I was like, man, I'm still so young. It's like my thinking just switched on a dime. It was weird. But I feel like Dwayne The Rock Johnson has uh, given a vision and goals, because especially in entertainment, like you can be successful in other industries, like mm-hmm. or at least growing up. Like the perception you have if you're in music or entertainment or any of these things, you're like, oh, you got to make it before you're 30 or you got to go get a real job, mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. And I can't remember how old he is. He's like 39 or 40 or something like that. Sounds about right. And I'm just like, you know, the dude is barely into his prime mm-hmm. you know and not that he hasn't been doing it for a long time and yeah. working and constantly growing but like he ain't slowing down anytime soon and to me i freaking love that yeah and there, there's this perception that you have to break early but you, everybody seems to forget the fact that just about every single movie has a guy in his 70s in it yep <laughs> do they dress up a 22 year old to play that part no <laughs> also, I think it's a reflection of if you put in the work, I don't look like The Rock, and I'm 29. Yeah. <laughs> like, that dude yeah, is destroying it. Yeah, he crushes, man. Dwayne, we love you. And I know we talk about JT a lot here, but you're also- You're very welcome on this couch. Welcome on this couch. I'm sure you anytime. have musical tastes that we would love to talk about. And I would love to hear it. Yeah. I think I've seen him- Well, he he was in Moana. Like, didn't he sing in mm. that? Like, he knows what's up. He did. Yeah. He's multi-talented. 100%. He'll sing you an opera and then whoop that ass. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So what are we talking today about, Vance? Talking about today, Vance. (laughs) Carry the two. Oh, what are we talking about? How to build an audience? Is that what it was? Yeah, how to gain an audience. A.K.A. Marketing. (laughs) Yeah. A.K.A. Look at me, people. Pay attention to me. Uh, Well, Tom, you... Make a song, hit publish, repeat. Repeat. God, that was a great it, episode. If it were that easy, that would be so nice. Um, so how to gain an audience? Man, where to begin? Uh, first of all, like we've said in previous episodes, you have to make stuff. Uh, so, we'll 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 set a baseline here. Things we won't talk about and just assume. I think we're gonna assume that you make music and that you put it out. How about that? Man, I don't know if that's fair to assume. Because honestly, fair? I think that's part of the biggest problem. Like, if we want a jumping point. Okay. I, I halfway say that jokingly, but I halfway really, really mean it. Where yeah. uh, I was thinking about this this morning on the way to the studio and trying to think of the right way to word this. Because uh, I knew we were going to talk about this today. Man, people, it's like a cart before the horse situation mm-hmm. in terms of marketing. And I feel like so many people are like, I need an audience to be able to do X, Mm -hmm. Y, or Z. Yeah. And if you aren't doing, making music, putting out songs, there is nothing for an audience to follow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're not here to assume that you were born a Kardashian. Like, if you right. were born into a name that grants you an audience because of your family name, like, good for you. Like, you don't yeah. need our show. Yeah. But for everybody else out there, like, if you don't have anything for an audience, there's no way to have an audience. So if you aren't mm-hmm. putting out music, yeah, there is nothing for people to be a fan of. 
Yeah, and like, being a fan of you is possible in the long run. Like we were joking about The Rock for a long time. Mm-hmm. People aren't a fan of The Rock because he's The Rock. Mm-hmm. Like you might now, like I became a fan of The Rock and now I follow him and I think, oh, I just think he's a cool guy that one day I hope I get to meet and yeah. in a perfect world collaborate with on something and make something great. Sure. But... It's not like, oh, I think this guy is cool, and now I'm going to pay attention. Like, yeah, no, I saw him in a movie that I liked, mm-hmm. or WWE, and like, then yeah. you're like, oh man, he's doing something different now. I guess I'll check that thing out, and then you watch that thing, and you're like, yeah. oh, I was into that too. Yeah, and then next year he put out another movie, and I was like, man, this movie's great too. And then it's like, oh, he started a production company. Man, what movies are they putting out? Oh, man, I like most of these movies. And yeah. now I am a fan of The Rock because yeah. he has given me something to be a fan of. And I think musicians and bands and artists, uh, not rappers, because honestly, I think they're actually pretty good about this, are notorious for, oh, I need to have a fan base so I can put a song out. Yeah. No, you can't get a fan base if there's nothing for someone to listen to. Yeah. Uh so I wouldn't assume that. Make music hit publish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Regularly. Like all the time. With like on some sort of a schedule. Like don't put out a song. Don't put out an EP every two years. Don't put out a song every year. Like you need to be coming out with stuff with music. You need to be putting music out regularly. I would like I forget what we've talked about this before, but I think we said it bare, bare minimum should be once a quarter. I think like I think that's been said on the show. Bottom before. of the barrel. Yeah. Once a quarter, a new song should be coming out. And if I don't see you doing something musical a couple times a week, mm-hmm. you're not really a band. Yeah. Like, and again, I, and I think people misconstrue that. Like, it doesn't have to be a brand new single yeah. three times a week. If you can, like, You'll beat all the other bands and you will win. Yeah. Uh, but either like, cool, you guys jamming in your practice space mm-hmm. or you working on some new thing or, you know, you tracking something or you singing or whatever. Yep. Like skateboarders, I was thinking about this too, are awesome at this. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to be a skateboarder, like... You skateboard because you love to skate, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's fun. Those dudes have a homie. <laughs> like They're all just at the skate park, and they try and do the same trick all day long because yeah. it's hard, and they push themselves. I because... remember doing that skating growing up, like trying the same trick over and over and over again. Guess what? Still happening. Ain't any different. Yeah. But like those guys, like that's how they get found out. <laughs> yeah. They are literally like, they spend their time at a skate park because they want to skate, <laughs> And so they skate. <laughs> so they skate. And yeah. then they like try and do new tricks that they weren't able to do before. Mm-hmm. And then their friends video them. <clears throat> and like they post videos of them skateboarding on Instagram all day long. Yeah. And what's funny to me is that like they're not scared to show you when they fail. That's a big one. Like, yeah, that's real big. And I know it sounds like I'm not talking about music. I think this applies so hard to music because people are so scared to do this like yeah they 
will show you that they fail. They'll show you that you tried like 18 different times and mm-hmm. like busted in the balls and like barely able to walk and then they get back up and then they do it again and then they finally nail it and you're like, oh, that is sick. Yeah. And I think music needs way more of that. Mm-hmm. We are like, oh, we were just doing this. It might not be perfect, but guess what? We make music because we're a band and yeah. that's what we love to do. Yeah. Like, people forget that. Everybody gets so hung up on the, like, I got to get famous. I got to make it. I got to do these. Like, make music because you love to make music. Yeah. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. God, that really is it. Like, you have to you have to connect the want to the to the do. Like, yeah. people, people want an audience. If you, like, so you want an audience. You want to be a musician. You, you know, you want to be making music. But, like, are you making music? Mm-hmm. Are you consistently making music and putting and putting it out? Like that's a part, that's a huge part of this. Are you consistently making music and showing people your music? Even if that's not like a finished product, like the failures, like the behind the scenes stuff, are like are you showing people that? Mm-hmm. Are you doing that? It was I saw an interview with like a short clip of an interview with Don Cheadle. Um and he was talking about um if if you don't know who Don Cheadle is, just google him. He's an actor. He's been in a ton of stuff. Um he was talking about people come up to him and say, hey, hey, Don, I want to be an actor like you. I, I want to be an actor. That looks awesome. And he's like, okay, well, are you acting? Are you acting right now? Are you in anything? Are you acting in stuff? Are you consistently acting in things? Because if you're not, you don't want to be an actor. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. If you want to be a musician, are you a musician? Period. Are you making music or not? If you're not, then then you don't want to be a musician. You say you want to be a musician but you don't really want to be a musician because if you really wanted to, you'd be doing it. Yep. That's it. So step one, (laughs) cut a hole in the box, Uh, (laughs) make music and step one B hit publish. Yep. Step C repeat. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So after you've, you know, you make music and you put it out consistently, uh, building an audience, I think, uh, I think after that, first of all, you need to recognize that uh, nobody is going to just find you. It's very unlikely that you're just going to like people are just going to find you. Uh, And it's you also should take into account the fact that nobody owes you their attention. Um, I would if if you I would try to make sure that you put out. Uh, if when you release a finished product, be realistic with yourself. Is this something I would want to listen to? Is this something, is it good enough for people to listen to? Do I think people are going to want to listen to it? If it's not like, if it's not a banger, that's okay. It's still part of the process. You just, if it's not, then you can't reasonably expect f- to get 18 million plays on Spotify. You know, maybe this step you get, a thousand plays on Spotify. Go team. That's awesome. Propels you forward, inspires you to keep doing it, whatever. But um nobody owes you their attention. So I I think if you're trying to to build an audience, you need to remember again, as we've talked about on this show, that it's really about relationships, not just like blanket marketing, not like it's about making connections with people. The whole point of music is connecting. And like you are in a sense kind of commoditizing emotion through music. So focus, 
don't don't think of it as building an audience. Think of it as building relationships with people through your music. Finding people who can connect to your music and you can connect with. Um, I, and I think that, I don't know, to practically the way to do that is to uh, don't go out spamming comments and spamming DMs and stuff. But like, I don't know, like connect with artists who are similar. Uh, connect, see if you can try to connect with playlists that would be a good fit for your song, for your music. That's a great way to piggyback off of other people, other songs, other bands and brands that you can fit into. Um, if you're going to sell uh, a Hurley t-shirt, you're probably not going to go to Bloomingdale's to try to get people to buy it. <laughs> you're probably going to go to PacSun. You know what I mean? So like find the PacSun playlist rather than the Bloomingdale's playlist. Yeah, I think starting out you got to ask yourself a couple questions. Like before like intentionality matters in all of this, you know. Number 1, are you trying to do things DIY cuz you're starting out? If mm-hmm. so, there's kind of a route with that. It, you know, are you trying to hire a marketer uh which is kind of a separate thing. Um and kind of like Tom was saying, so if you're going the DIY route, which I feel like a lot of people are, mm-hmm. uh, first and foremost, what's your budget? Um, I feel like a lot of uh, small, young, new, uh, getting feet off the ground bands are like, we don't have a budget. That's wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care if you have three fans and two of them are your parents. Like, if you want to market what you do, you have to have a budget. It doesn't matter if that is like $10 a month. Like it better be more than that. Like if you got four people (laughs) in your band and y'all can't scrounge up 50 bucks a month, Mm -hmm. like buy one less beer every week. Totally. And that like, that's there. Like you got, if you're more worried about going out and spending your money elsewhere, like, then you just don't want to market mm-hmm. uh, and that's on you and that's a whole nother argument yeah but like figure out what your budget is and then once you can figure out your budget you can figure out what's the best use of that budget you know mm-hmm. yeah whether that's going down you know the facebook ads route which you could do a whole master class on yep there's a lot of resources especially in finding very specific people mm-hmm. that if you have a dope music video uh facebook is a really great tool to be like cool my band sounds like these four bands, so only put this video in front of people that like all four of these bands yeah. in this region because yeah. we're not going to be able to tour farther than this or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, and 50 bucks on Facebook will actually go really far every month in terms of yeah. getting impressions on that. Way further than Google. Uh, past that, with relationships, I think people forget about the real world sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. The yeah. the internet's a great tool. I'm all about the internet. I'm all about using the internet to market your brand. But don't forget about your home turf. Like, ba- baby boomers are listening to this, probably not listening to this, but if they are, they're like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what is your thing? And I can't remember what episode it was. We've talked about it before. But like, whatever 
uh, scene your music aligns with, connect with those people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we talk about kind of the skateboarding scene because that's what grew up in and like the kind of music I grew up playing affiliated with. But like mm-hmm. whatever you're into, like if you play country music and, you know, and you're in a rural town, but y'all have bull riding and whatever, like same things apply. Yeah. Like whatever the scene is that you should be the soundtrack to, how can you partner with those people mm-hmm. that everybody wins? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, if you have a budget, we could talk about the route of like going and hiring a marketer and doing all that. But honestly, you're probably not listening to our show if you have, you know, 1500 bucks a month to spend on marketing your brand. Sure. So well, possibly. Maybe. But the... But whatever that is, like, if you have a local pack son, man, go see if they'll let you set up and play. Like, I don't know yeah. if they still do, but, like, I can't remember who it was. Like, Hot Topic or Journey or whoever, like, mm-hmm. used to do acoustic sets, yeah. with, like, for bands that were coming through back yeah. in the day. Like, if you... I think if you were to... If you were to... If you have a reasonable enough recording that, that sounds good enough and you were to bring in your own gear, I think you would be surprised to discover how many places would let you come play having heard your music and liking it all day long like you really would every saturday that has sunshine filled with it live music is like attached to that stores are gonna love it dude my uh the band i was in in high school that was terrible Mm -hmm. uh i don't even remember the name of the shop it was like some one-off shop that probably fell into the same realm as the journeys pack suns but it was like a local one yeah like the dude in the shop was just cool and yeah. like i was probably like 15 16 years old and i was like hey man i got this four song ep then in hindsight was just awful <laughs> he's like yeah man i'll play it <laughs> right <laughs> because people want to support people especially yeah. people that come from the same place and then but to <clears throat> me like i think think past that because i think that's the obvious choice when you think about partnering like mm-hmm. cool where can we play and that's great and you should 100 percent do that once you're past that, look at what other skills you have. And I'm going to stick on the skateboarding thing just because we're there right now. Yeah. Let's say one of the four people in your band is the artist. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they do your T-shirt designs. You know, they do graphic stuff. Like, is there a local skateboarding company mm-hmm. that you guys can design the whatever your XYZ band deck that's like a limited run? that they get to do a special thing for their local skateboarding company mm-hmm. that partners with your band that you did the art for and you know you're only going to do like 25 of them and they're all signed and you're giving them away at a show at the local skate park like yeah how can you partner with people because people like doing cool stuff yeah. like i think people <laughs> yeah it's easy to be insecure and fearful and think like oh no one would want to do that like you want to do cool stuff mm-hmm. like you like everybody else does too and so people especially on the creative side outside of music mm-hmm. that it's like oh man i didn't even think that that was an option but that'd be super dope yeah had no idea your band would even want to do something like that yeah we would love that people don't know about opportunities that they don't know about yeah and you know we talked about it a couple episodes ago where like sometimes you just got to be the ringleader yeah. You've got to be the one to instigate. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing somebody's going to say is no. Yeah. And then you go to the next one. Yeah. I think there's a way to do it. Like, so I feel like, I feel like this question, there's, there's a part of this question we haven't addressed yet, which is like, how do I, 
how do I ask people to listen to my music? Mm. Or how do I get people to listen to my music without being a D-bag? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because anybody who goes, you know, <laughs> this happens on the on the Music Stuff Show Instagram all the time. Uh, <laughs> you know, we post a quote from the show and somebody goes, yo, my mixtape just dropped. Check it out. And it has nothing to do with what the quote card says. Also, sidebar, I know this is a real point, but if I can just complain about these people. Yeah. Even if you're going to spam me, you do an unshortened link in our comments that have like 400 <laughs> characters and it's not yeah. a hyperlink. It's not so a hyperlink. even if I wanted to check it out despite being annoyed, I can't even copy and paste that <laughs> to where I can go to the link. Yeah. You're not doing anything. Do better. Sorry. <laughs> I have to look through so many of those yeah. every day. So uh that like that's the absolute wrong way to do it. Don't don't go out spamming comments and stuff. Uh but there is like there is a way to do it. Um so first of all, on your feed on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, like in your profile you should always have a link that makes your recent uh, release readily available and accessible. Like people should not have to go through, let's say more than three steps to listen to your song. It really shouldn't take that much. Like, I think that's too many. Yeah. There you go. I should literally, it should like, never should be, be able more to, than two. Like, I, should I should be able should, to click on your profile and then click on your link and, and I should uh, be able to hear it. If I can't hear music by that point. Right. And I want to be supportive. Right. Like random people that don't know you from Adam, like mm-hmm. they don't care. Right. They're not going to go Google for 15 minutes and try and find whatever your website or YouTube or whatever is like make it easy for people. Yeah. There you go. So your music should always be accessible and everything in your feed should be, you know, attractive and relatable and fun content to consume for your music, for your brand. Um, so you've got, you've got everything is there for people if they, if they choose from there, um, go look for, let's just take Instagram. I feel like Instagram is a great place for, for musicians, for creative people, uh, especially right now. Um, so go on Instagram, go to your search tab and, if you've been liking stuff that's sort of your interests that are related to your interests already, you're probably going to have a full feed of potential uh, listeners already. But go through some of that stuff of people who are listening to or making things like what you make and actually look at their content, actually listen to their content, and leave a thoughtful response and like a thoughtful comment. And then if it like if it strikes you as somebody maybe you want to connect with more like go to their profile send them a dm they may not see it but they might like and if you're on like that's a great way to create a relationship with somebody then you've opened the door to collaborations like and that doesn't just have to be like if you're a musician like your entire audience isn't going to be just musicians so like that doesn't mean just target other musicians like go and target brands like smaller 
places like maybe there's a skate shop to keep on with this with the skateboarding thing like maybe there's a skate shop in your town like go connect with them go comment on their stuff like but only if it's thoughtful and you mean it like go engage go have a conversation and a relationship with them don't just go spam comments and then dm them connect with them have a relationship um you can also look i I believe you can look at people who follow other accounts like you put like if they have you can go look through their followers and like find people who you think might want to connect with your brand because they connect with that brand and then connect with those people again leaving thoughtful comments having a conversation and the occasional dm if it warrants it but the whole point is to right gain an audience so like drive traffic so if you're leaving thoughtful comments on somebody who's already engaging with a brand that is similar or has a common thread with yours odds are they're going to see your thoughtful comment and they're going to click on your profile link and then boom what we talked about before your music is readily available for them to consume and then at that point it's the music's job to do the close it's not your job to do the close at the end of the day the person the thing that's really closing your audience is the music that's what that's what's going to keep them coming back do they like the material? So let the material do the work from that point. Yeah. Also, too, like, if someone is interested in what you're talking about, they'll click the link. Right. Like, that's the beauty of Instagram, I think, is that there's not um, a lot to drown in in terms of if somebody makes it to your profile. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, there's tons of content constantly happening. Sure. But if... Somebody makes it to your profile because of something that you said, because they saw you somewhere else, they saw a photo, and they're like, oh, this is cool, I wonder what the rest of their stuff is like. Yeah. There's only one link. Yeah. And so that is actually pretty easy if they're like, oh, this person seems cool, wonder what they do. Mm-hmm. You don't even really have to ask. Yeah. Like If they see cool stuff or see you know, someone that they're like, oh, I dig what they say or mm-hmm. comments on or whatever... And they're like, oh, this looks like a band. Most people are going to be like, I wonder if this band's any good, and click <laughs> on the link to your music. Yeah. But I, th- I feel like marketing, you need to treat uh, like dating a girl you like. And I want to emphasize a girl you like <laughs> before people start blowing this up because we yeah. know there's different ways people approach this. Yeah, that is unfortunately a, a valid <laughs> comment. I hate that it is, but it is. But it is. But it's an important distinction. Yeah. If there's a girl you like, you're like, hey, I would like to take you to dinner. And you sit down at dinner, you ordered a glass of wine, and the first thing out of your mouth is, would you like to sleep with me? <laughs> Maybe not the best route to take. Odds are, that was the end of your date. Right. <laughs> like, and honestly, marketing is the same thing. Like, you don't just go in there and be like, hey, buy my stuff, buy my song, listen to my thing. That's not what you do. You're like, hey, yo, girl, <laughs> tell me. Tell me about yourself. What do you care about? Yeah. Oh. Let me get you an ice cream. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> You want dessert too? No, of course you can have dessert. You deserve that. Have I told you you're pretty? Like, yeah. You, the way you treat that person that you like, yep. Uh, because you have respect for that person, you know, 
you treat them differently. And I think you should treat your marketing the same way. Agreed. Like, would you say this on a first date to somebody? You probably shouldn't put that (laughs) on like anything you post online. Mm -hmm. And let people connect with you. Yeah. Like a real person. A girl you like, you're going to shower with compliments. All day long. Shower your audience with compliments. Thoughtful comments. Like thoughtful comments on Instagram, a thoughtful reply on Twitter. Dude, there's enough hate in the world, right? There's Mm -hmm. enough shit on the internet. Like you don't need to add to that, okay? Add positivity, add a good conversation, add a genuine connection with people online just as you would face-to-face. It will go a mile. It's unfortunate that it'll go a mile because Mm -hmm. it's so rare, but take advantage of that fact. Like, go have a thoughtful conversation. Like, look up relatable hashtags on Twitter and go hop in the conversation with somebody. Like, if somebody's talking about a band that you like, like, add to that conversation. Add something good to that. Add something positive to that. Like, if somebody who is relatable to your brand, your music has just released some content and they're talking about it on Twitter, like go listen to it and then reply to them on Twitter Mm. with thoughtful comments about not just that you liked it if you did, but why you liked it, what you liked about it. Dude, the drop right before the second chorus is insane. Love it. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't be blasé. Like, I 100% agree with this. Yeah, get specific. Well, and also, too, the fact that people are so quick to talk trash like yeah. when they see something that they're not into. Right. But how many things do you scroll past and you're like, man, that was super dope, and then you don't say anything? Well, it's because people are afraid to put out – people yeah. are afraid of criticism, and they're afraid their positive opinion of something is going to get criticized even though they didn't make the thing. Yeah, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Be that light. Yeah. Like, as cheesy as that sounds, like, put out the good vibes. Like yeah. the same way that if somebody commented something super dope on your stuff, you'd be like, oh, man, people do actually look at this and actually care. Yeah. And I also think, too, like, it's an opportunity to connect in ways that aren't just music. Mm-hmm. Like, because I feel like somebody out there is going to be listening and they're going to be like, oh, like, that sounds great and that's cool, but I don't know what to find or what to talk about or whatever. Like, live your life. Yeah. Like, if you like food and... A band is like going through a town and you've eaten at the restaurant that they posted like a picture of food at. Be like, bro, that place is sick. Did you order the XYZ? Because it's freaking delicious. Yeah. Like a normal human would be if you met them on the street. (laughs) Right. And they were like, hey, man, do you know somewhere to eat? And you would be like, bro, have you checked out this spot? Because their ham sandwich is the jam. It's like, like... Like a place I like over here on the uh, on the east side in Nashville is local taco. I know it's not specific to the east side, but I go to the one over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like local taco. If I were to see Vance on the street and 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 you were like, "Hey, what's a good spot to eat?" I'd be like, "Man, you should go check out local taco." Mm-hmm. But if I'm on and and like it's just me and him, like nobody can be like out from behind a corner. Hey, oh, excuse me, uh, I heard you said local taco. That place sucks. Uh, Had a bad and your opinion. And your opinion sucks. <laughs> Like that, you know what I mean? Like just hiding in the right. Bushes. Like that doesn't happen in in the normal, real outside world. But on the <clears> internet, <throat> if Vance tweets looking for a place to eat in East Nashville, and I tweet local taco, one of my favorites, then literally millions of people have access to that to say, "Oh no, actually, it's pretty terrible. You should go here. You should go here." Like all of these unsolicited opinions, and that 
the fear of that happening is why people don't put the positivity out mm. to begin with. So there's this like gaping hole in the firewall of human interaction <laughs> online that is easily disrupted simply by putting positivity out there with and and just don't succumb to the fear of criticism. It's going to happen and just it is what it is like be you you will ultimately learn as we've also discussed on here to kind of love the hate because mm-hmm. it's either funny or it drives you to continue forward down your path. 100%. Yeah. So when gating an audience think about it like relationships. Yep. Think about it like how would you do this in person? And that translates directly, not indirectly, not in a different way, directly to how you connect with people on the Internet. I think that 20 years from now, like my kid is not going to have this mental hang up of reality versus Internet, Mm -hmm. how the two are different. I got to do this in real life and this on the Internet. Like, I don't think that his generation is going to have that like our generation does. We still have this idea that social interaction on, quote, social media versus social interaction in, quote, real life are two different things. Yeah. And unfortunately, people treat them differently online, which is why you have genuinely good people saying terrible things online, but things they wouldn't say in person. Mm -hmm. That still happens, but the two really aren't any different. Especially with, like, there's more and more things that, like, require you to give your actual credentials to, like, verify your identity. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't hide behind a screen name. Yep. Butthole Surfer 42. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the quintessential. Right. So, you like... <laughs> it's hot 90s ref. Uh, uh, but so, like, it's it's the same. Like, you go to a... You go to like a uh, a show in town. You go to like a writer's round, a a songwriter night, or something. Like, how do you interact with people there? If you've put out, if you've just put out material, how do you get people there to listen to it? Hey Vance, we've been up to man. Oh, oh nothing, man. Just hanging out. Yeah. Cool. How about you, man? I just put out a song. Cool. It's on. Yeah, it's on Spotify. Uh, I would I would love it if you would listen to it and let me know what you think. Yeah. Because I value your opinion. Boom. Do that on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, it's not, don't overthink it. Yeah. And don't like, I wouldn't even like think about it as being shameless. You like, don't even take that route where that's even like a discussion that you need to have in your head. Just go out and make relationships with people, like connect with people. And if somebody tells you to F off and is a dick about it, then move on. Yeah. I think that's the part where, like, I'm trying to think the right way to word this. When you are in your brain and you're like, man, how do I get to tell them this? Mm-hmm. And Waiting for your turn to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Which is shitty. Yeah. <laughs> like, when you walk up to somebody off the street, like, when you see those dudes in New York that are like, hey, man, here's my mixtape. Like, right. <laughs> Ten bucks. Yeah. Bro, I don't know you. <laughs> like, yeah. I might have taken it for free and checked it out, but right. like I'm certainly not paying a random dude on the street ten bucks for yeah. <laughs> like what? And yeah, man. So I think people are like, Oh, well how do I say the right thing to get here? Like think about your friends. 
Like you literally exactly what you just mm-hmm. said. Like when you see your friends, oh bro, what you been up to this week? Man, I finally dropped this song I've been working on. Yeah. Most friends are probably gonna be like, Oh sick dude, where can I check it out? Yeah. <laughs> like there is a pretty like high percentage of success mm-hmm. in relationships of people that know you. Yeah. To be like, Oh, that's dope. I didn't know you dropped something. Yeah. I hadn't seen that. Or they're gonna be like Oh man, I saw you post something about that. I was wondering what was up with it. I need yeah. to go check that out. Yeah. Where's the link? Yeah. And it should be the first link in your Instagram so they don't have to fight to yes. get there. I I would argue I I agree with your two-step link. An optional third link I would argue is viable is if you have a link to your website and the music is either right there or it says play on Spotify, play on Apple Music, and you click that on the website and it goes opens that app and boom, and it's playing. It's an optional third step, I would argue, is reasonable. I would accept that third step. I still like the straight to music thing. Totally. I, I think your real best bet is, and this is kind of a tangent, but you should make a smart link yeah. based on people's devices. Yeah. To where you're like, oh, if you're on an iPhone, it goes to Apple Music. Mm-hmm. If you are on... An Android, it goes to Google Play. Yeah. And if you're not on either of those and it's some other weird thing, it goes to Spotify or yeah. like whatever makes sense for what you're doing. Sure. Uh, yeah, man. I don't like to give people the option to have to like. To like bail out. To like, bail out or be like. Step. I'm out. Oh, I, I thought this was going to take me there and now it looks like I'm going to have to do eight other things. Yeah. Where like think about anytime you see an article on the internet on something you're interested about and mm-hmm. you see a link and it's like. You know, 10 ways to find more dogs to pet. And you're like, love this. Love this. Where do I? Dude, write that blog post. Sell it to BuzzFeed. Write it. Oh, my God. I would read that in a heartbeat. Exactly. But if you click that link and it's like, hey, thanks for stopping by this spammy website. If you put your email, your social security number, and your mother's maiden name and hit enter, Mm -hmm. we'll take you to the... Yeah. And I just don't like to give people that chance because to me, like, I think your website can serve a lot of purposes mm-hmm. once someone cares. Yeah. Uh, and I know there's people out there that would argue with me and that's fine. Go make yeah. your own show and tell people what you think. <laughs> but the story I think, brand crew is rolling over right now. <laughs> I, I think specifically in terms of being... A musician, artist, band, rapper, whatever. Uh-huh. Your goal is to get people to love your music. Yeah. Because if you get people to love your music, everything else follows suit. Yeah, totally. And uh, like, if you love a band, you'll probably quickly, after you listen to their thing, be like, oh man, I should go check out their website mm-hmm. or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I, I think like get people there. But first and foremost, especially... Like, if you're at a successful stage and you're making money or whatever, like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have a following and people that actually pay attention, sure, yeah. put your website on there. Yeah. But if I'm talking, like, the day one people, like, you're putting out your first songs. Mm-hmm. You don't really have a bunch of people that follow you. Don't give people a way to get confused. Yeah. Like, get them to your music so yeah. that they have a reason to buy in and be like, oh, this is dope. Glad I got in on the front end. Yeah. Simplicity is key. Yeah. That's that's just kind of a general rule, I think, when it comes to building a brand, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, for any of you non-music listeners, dude, make it simple. 
Um, so th- th- there's like a second part to this. Um, we've really kind of gone over DIY, but hiring a marketing team. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't have a ton to say on this subject, but I have a couple of things to say on this subject. One, hiring a marketing team is not a throw your hands up in the air and you don't do anything uh, replacement mm-hmm. for DIY. Yep. Uh, a marketing team is simply going to help target uh, your like like more ad based content more specifically mm-hmm. to help you get in front of people who have a higher probability of connecting with your brand. Mm-hmm. But what we just talked about connecting with people, thoughtful comments, thoughtful interaction, social relationships, nothing ever, ever replaces that. If you hire a marketing team, if Logic right now, <laughs> if Logic, who has probably more people working for him than he can count if he has all of like bobby tarantino too is getting spread everywhere people are pushing it to all outlets everybody's getting told about it if logic dm'd me right now and said hey bro however he would know saw that you've been listening to bobby tarantino too on spotify i just want to say thank you man i hope you like the record let me know what you think that right there would mean more to me than any any freaking Logic logo or Bobby Tarantino 2 album cover I saw anywhere. And every person you've ever met would lose their shit because every yeah. single one of them would hear about it. Yeah, I would tell everybody, dude, Logic DM me on Instagram, told me thank you for listening to his album. It would blow my mind. You'd screenshot that. It would be circulating. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. I would screenshot it. I would post it to my feed. <laughs> the 15 seconds of his time. Exactly that literally probably a couple thousand people would hear about because of yeah you being that stoked about it mhm nothing then, there is nothing that replaces that no no matter how much money you throw at a marketing budget nothing replaces you putting in the work you want to know why i know that that works because literally this morning he posted a video of him doing an impromptu meet and greet yeah. on the flight he was on. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was on a commercial flight. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like, yeah. Every single one of those kids losing their see, mind. You could see all their faces. They were going bananas. Like, he had a line up the it. aisle. Even even the crew on the flight looked like they yeah. were, like, blown away at how great this was. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, so, yeah, don't, like, hi, like hi, if you want to hire a marketing team, great. Um I would only hire one when you've got a product that you have proven works without throwing money at it first. Yes. I don't like throwing money against the wall and seeing what sticks is exactly the thing we started this show to avoid. Mm-hmm. That's the old way. That's the big label way. That's not the new way. The new way is to make stuff, put it out, connect with your audience create relationships, prove that your product is worth anything, Mm -hmm. and then put some money behind it. Like, make sure your boat floats Mm -hmm. before you put it out to sea. 100%. Like, make sure you can get around the harbor first. So, yeah, don't don't go off rushing to hire a publicist or a marketing team or whatever. Um, 
But when you do, know that there that does not replace you putting in the work. You'll yes. always have to put in the work. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, honestly, kind of exactly what you said. Where, man, I've got a friend that maybe we'll bring in one of these days, mm-hmm. and she is a badass in the. Uh, like music marketing world, yeah, and I would love to get her insights, uh, yeah, especially because she works for an agency that, uh, uh, as far as I know, has taken a pretty modern approach to how they market the artists mm-hmm. on their brand. So, yeah, maybe I'll reach out to her and see if she wants to come on the show. But, yeah, if you don't have, it has to work first. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work in your immediate circles. I don't care if there are 10 people in your circle. Mm-hmm. If you are in the smallest no-name is town mm-hmm. on the planet, uh if nobody likes it, putting it in front of more people doesn't make people like it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, if you can get 100 people, 1000 people, mm-hmm. you know, if you get to 10,000 people on your own, like what a marketing company can do with that and the level that they can scale that. Mm-hmm. If you can get to the 10,000 people that are engaging, that are like, this song is dope. Yeah. We need more of this. Yeah. You know, you get to that point, they can 100% take that and scale that. Yeah. Totally. And just to clear, scaling is not making something work mm-hmm. from zero. Yeah. Scaling is taking something that already works, yep. that is already successful on a small level and expand that to a much greater level and add some, add a zero or two to the end of it. Yes. Basically. So that's what I would say. I, I think there are great resources, um, in terms of that, but I, I think all of the DIY stuff, no matter, like you could have a million dollars in your bank account. Mm -hmm. Like I think this still applies. Yeah. If it's not good, it doesn't matter. Like, you can throw a million dollars at something. You're right. And you can get a billion impressions. Mm -hmm. But if people don't actually like it, it doesn't matter. Mm Because, like, yeah, you might get views. Yeah. But no one's going to care about you because they didn't actually like it. It Mm -hmm. was just force-fed to their feed. Yep. And that doesn't create fans. That doesn't create people that, you know, damn near stop a Delta flight to want to take photos with you next to the freaking airplane bathroom. Right. Like, yeah, so it has to be something that people want to buy into first. Yep. So do the DIY stuff. Always do the DIY stuff. Like, dude, didn't Drake start a Twitch channel like not so long ago? I think so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Post Malone has one that like I he probably has always had one because that guy's a nerd. But <laughs> <laughs> but like I think that like I've seen some clips on YouTube where it's like Post Malone playing video games for eight hours one day, like just playing video games, just rapping with fans. Like nothing replaces DIY, nothing. It's, it is the same thing that we were talking about before. If you want to be an actor, are you acting? Mm -hmm. If you want to be a a musician, are you making music? If you want to build an audience, are you building an audience? Are you connecting with people? Are Are you you building relationships? Are you building relationships? That's it. You, if you want to, you are. Mm-hmm. If you aren't, you don't really want to. Yep. You want the results of that, but you don't want that. Yeah, you don't really want to be a musician in the terms of where your time goes. And yeah. unfortunately, this is where like the six-minute 
like gangster YouTube highlight tour video, mm-hmm. everybody's like, I want that life. Yeah. Because all they see is like pyrotechnics and lights and arenas and like, yeah. don't get me wrong, that stuff is dope. Playing shows like that is freaking awesome. Yeah. However, that is one hour of your day. Mm-hmm. And if you don't love the making music, like having to be in small spaces yep. for 12 hours a day while you travel somewhere else, yep. like constantly having to answer the same questions mm-hmm. for four hours every single morning for every different news outlet. <laughs> yeah. Like it's all the stuff that we're like, that one hour makes everything else worth it yeah. if you love the process. Yeah. Uh, I'll put it this way. I think this is a, a good way to put it. Wanting to have a million dollars is very different from wanting to earn a million dollars. Very, very Mm. different things. Say it again. Wanting to have a million dollars is very different from wanting to earn a million dollars. Preach. If you want to have a million dollars, but you don't want to earn a million dollars, find another podcast. (laughs) We're probably not talking to you. Yeah. Seriously. So that's it. I feel like at least every other episode we tell everybody to find another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to us. Don't listen to us. We don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that might wrap it up for this one. I feel like we've uh, beaten that one up pretty good. Yep. Cool. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. See you guys next Thursday. Hey, guys. Thanks again for listening to the show today. As always, you can find show notes and links from our episode on our website at themusicstuffshow.com. Also, please, please, please uh, connect with us if there's ever any questions, any ways that we can help. You can find us all over social media at Music Stuff Show. You can also find myself and Tom personally all over the interwebs. I am at V-A-N-C-E-F-I-T-E, and Tom is at T-O-M-D-U-P-R-E-E-I-I-I. All over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere you want to connect, the show is here for you. So any way that we can make your life a little bit better and get you closer to your dreams of your career in the music industry, we want to be a part of. We'll see you guys next Thursday. Thank you.